0: Hi my name is Roxanne Hamlin and I'm going to be talking about the Beat Generation. People wonder what the Beat Generation was or what that name came from. The writer Jack Kerouac from New York, in conversation with jazz literature writer John Clennon Holmes said, we are beaten down in the world. We are the Beat Generation. According to the article in the Washington Post, Driving the Beat Road, Jeff West states, more than a half century after their emergence, the beats still offer up a wild style, a sense of freedom, and wonder for the natural world, almost unrivaled in post-war literature. Initially I thought maybe it would be important to know how drugs played in this beat generation, But when I actually learned about it, I found that it was much less important than the creative outlet of this group of disillusioned kids creating art after World War II. The real question is, what was the greatness that this generation made? Jazz musicians were known to do a lot of drugs during the 50s. Jazz is really important to the beat generation, but it was not what they were all about. Primarily, it was a literary movement. What we are really talking about is a counter-culture movement. The idea was, don't trust the man, don't trust the government, they are out to get you. The Beat Generation was an experimental time for literature. For example, when Allen Ginsberg wrote the poetry book, Howl, It was initially banned for using the word fuck. Lawrence Frelinghetti, a bookstore owner of City Lights in San Francisco, was the publisher. They went to court to fight to keep the poetry book in print, and they won. This is what made it okay to distribute books with the F word in it. This was a major win for the Beat Generation, and it's a key reason why the Beat Generation is still relevant today. The key literary figures in the generation from the East Coast were Jack Kerouac, William S. Burroughs, and Allen Ginsberg. But the Beat Generation was not fully realized until they met Gary Snyder in San Francisco, California. He brought the biological consciousness to the movement. This became known as the San Francisco Renaissance, which ultimately led to the hippie generation. Snyder once said to my father, who was his student in the 1990s, quote, we were surprised that rock and roll became so popular because we all love jazz, end quote. Clearly jazz was a glue for the energy for the beat generation, just like on TV when Bob Denver, later known as Gilligan, would bang on the bongos and talk about Dizzy Gillespie. From the Kerouac official website, It states, Kerouac chronicled parts of his own experience with Buddhism, as well as some of his adventures with Gary Snyder and other San Francisco area poets in The Dharma Bums, set in California and Washington and published in 1958. A direct quote from The Dharma Bums of Kerouac. I didn't feel that I was an American at all. With all that suburban ideal and sex repression and general dreary, newspaper gray censorship, all of our real human values. I believe this shows the frustration of the times and the art that came because of it. The music figures on the East Coast were primarily Dizzy Gillespie, Thelonious Monk, and Charlie Parker. For example, here is Upa Bada by Dizzy Gillespie and his orchestra. before this music was more gentle but swinging. but galepsi was playing a style that was more popping and in your face It was absurdly fun and it was stirring something and the young people listening. Then they came to the West Coast and that was when the beat generation really came alive. The California cool sound became relevant to their experience with Chet Baker, Dave Brubeck and Jerry Mulligan. For example, here is Time After Time sung by Chet Baker as well as played on the trumpet. He's adding his own style of the California cool to the song. save the day so lucky to be loving you according to NPR music As opposed to the hard bop sound, dominant on the East Coast during that time, the West Coast sound was a bit mellower and more lyrical, with blended harmonies and, broadly speaking, more interest in composition and arrangement than improvisation. What is most important is what each generation is frustrated about, and then their creative response. The beatnik generation did not invent sticking it to the man. There were groups like bohemians first, people practicing an unconventional lifestyle. But beatniks are important because of the specific art they created for their generation. Beat generation is just another label. Even the man coined as the king of the beat generation, Kerouac, said he's not a beatnik, he's a Catholic. What matters is the message of the term. Here is an interview with Jack Kerouac on The Ben Hedge Show, October 1958. Hello, Jack. Hello, Ben. You're the fellow who invented the word or the phrase beat generation, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions. Don't mind not answering them if you don't want them. First, I read um, in one of your books a very interesting statement. You said that Quotes, everyone feels like a zombie, and somewhere at the end of the night, the great Dracula figure of modern disintegration and madness, the devil, if you will, is running the whole thing. I like that because that's the way I've felt about the world often. But I'd like to know if our devils are the same. Who's this devil? Well, that's a quote from a character says that. You don't believe there's a devil running the world? I'm bitterly disappointed. The devil is defeated he's been licked by the beats no no by god the beat generation will continue to be important to both jazz and american history thank you